0: Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said, and thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free, so enjoy the show.
1: Well, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two Jamie Lynn Sigler has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two Jenna Paris to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins oh. and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. Oh. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna.
2: Hey mamas, we are so excited for you guys to tune into this next episode of Mama Said. We have JC Duprian. She is a lifestyle blogger, she's a fashion entrepreneur, She's a mama, first and foremost, of course. And she is on today to talk about, well, is breast really best? So you will want to listen to hear what she has to say about this. She is super cool and super fun to be with. And speaking of super cool, may I please tell you about this incredible champagne that I am newly obsessed with? It's by Luck Bel Air, and they have this bubbly rose champagne that I have now served to every single person that has entered my house. Let me tell you more. Luck Bel Air is a family owned, independent brand in a world of corporate giants. Their French bubbly is so delicious and so drinkable for any occasion. It's good for a cozy night in, a brunch with friends, a birthday party. It's going to be perfect for my huge Thanksgiving dinner that my husband and I are hosting and a family of sixth generation winemakers oversee the production of each bottle. It's packaged lavishly but Luck Bel Air is truly, truly for everyone. Each elegant blend comes from widely celebrated wine regions in France. luck Bel Air has four unique cuvées. The number one is French Rosé in America plus Lux, Gold, and Lux Rosé. Every bottle is crafted with taste and tradition in mind. So do not let this lavish packaging fool you. luck Bel is truly for everyone, enjoy at brunch, impress all your guests at your Thanksgiving dinner, or maybe just wow your partner during your anniversary soiree. I want you all to experience Luck Bel Air and love it as much as we do. So we've arranged for all of our listeners to get 30% off their first order by going to luckbelair.com slash mama. That is com slash mama for 30% off your first order. luckbelair.com slash mama. Enjoy the bubbly.
1: And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna.
0: Good morning. Welcome to Mama Said. I'm Jamie. And I'm Jenna. Uh, I hope you all are doing well because I'm not. You I'm just, look you
2: look well though.
0: I feel like you. I feel like anyone looks well when their hair is done. It looks really good. <laughs> but I just I had it's an the audition first thing yesterday. I <laughs> Thank you. Because You know I love me a curling iron. I, you do. So Jenna, we went on a trip together. Uh, recently, and she curled my hair and it was like, she told me, she's like, do you want Victoria's Secret waves? I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I do. It looks really good sexual. at it. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good. Um, yes, I'm super tired. Coffee is not enough. I have my husband like throwing like B12 drops under my tongue today. Nice. I'm just, uh, Jack's going through a thing where he's weak, not sleeping well. And I'm trying to remind myself it's a phase, something's happening, some, you know, mental burst or something, but we're all, you know, we're having it having a go, but that's it'll, not my win or it'll fail. It'll be good next week. That's not my win-fail, so let's uh, let's just get into it. Okay.
1: Mommy win! Mommy fail.
0: You want to go first? Sure. Because I actually have to go grab my phone, because that's how tired I am to yes. go remember mine. Wait.
2: Are you proud of me? I actually wrote mine down. Oh, look at you. Um, okay, so I'm going to start. We're taping another one, so I, which one do I want to do today? Okay. Um, My win today and i've mentioned this before but i'm really really proud of it and myself um i have continued my therapy sessions that's my girl and i had my third one these are phone sessions with um my favorite human slash therapist roberta um and i've got to be honest like i feel leaps and bounds better i feel like i've turned the corner i am not Better in what
0: way? Just less fear? Okay, so
2: less fear. I was kind of like, you know, I had, I told everyone, like, I had this, like, not a scary mammogram thing. I mean, they, you know, were watching something, and Mm -hmm. that just, like, spun me. Like, I, like, went into a deep, dark hole, and even though they were like, you're fine. Like, there's nothing here. Go on about your day. I was like, oh, yeah, right. And until my next follow-up in, you know, three or four months, I, for the last four months, I have been just in a deep, dark hole and i couldn't take it anymore and i was spiraling i was like compulsively like checking for lumps and doing oh, yeah. this and the you know the one thing that the um technician the radiologist said when she looked she goes you are fine don't leave mm-hmm. this place thinking that you're not and i didn't take her word for it and i spiraled so well,
0: i mean look that's easier said <clears throat> than done and i don't think you should feel bad about that it is it's you know some some people could be like okay cool i'm good and for I me though I'm that person where yeah. like okay, nothing's wrong, great because I just feel like I already deal with yes. so much. I'm well, not yes. going to put anything else on my plate, right? But I'm, I'm not even saying I think that's just my personality. I think it my is my situation or not. I just be like, I'm going to trust you.
2: Yeah, and I and I didn't, and right. so anyway, I couldn't take it anymore, and I kind of hit rock bottom in the anxiety mm-hmm. world and. I've been getting help and therapy mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm not compulsively doing stuff anymore and I just, I set my intentions every morning. I really do. I like stop in the morning. I talk to myself I'm in the car. And yeah. I'm like, you're going to have a good day. You know, don't worry about things that are not in your control. And, or it, it just, I can't even tell you. Like I, I just literally have a good day.
0: I'm really proud of you.
2: So I'm proud of myself. Um, And it makes
0: me more present. I almost don't want to ask you for a fail because I just want you to like just you know live in that not. win right now. Let's do that. Do so, it, girl. Okay. Good for it's you. A good idea. Okay. So my win-fail is actually all in one story. And I talked to you, Jenna, about this, I think. So because we both struggle with it a little bit where I feel like, you know, Bo's been home a lot because he's not back quite in school yet. And it's just been obviously – or not obviously – Uh, the way I've been doing things is like kind of running on the baby schedule and Bo just kind of has to hang and I depend on him a lot to be the big boy and to sacrifice. And I feel like I can be super silly with Jack and just be like the cuckoo mommy and all that stuff. And then I'm not with Bo mm-hmm. because I'm like, Bo, I need you to do this. Or Bo, you need to just wait. Like until Jack naps, I can't really be that for Bo. And then when Jack naps is like my like mental checkout time, I need to eat. I need to pee. I need to answer emails. And it's not fair to him. So that's why I feel like it's a fail because to almost to the point where he's been asking for my nanny because she has no other responsibilities but to be there and play. And I get it why he would want her more. And it made me feel really bad. I had a really terrible night the other night just feeling just like I wasn't being a, like a good mom. But then I had to remind myself like, but look, I pay this woman to be his playmate, right. his friend. And if I didn't have the structure, yeah. then things would fall apart. And so I, you know, I was trying to sit there and reason with it. But I woke up him up in the morning. And this is where I'm going to what I wrote. Because I said to him, I said, sometimes it's hard for mommy to give rules. And I know that mommy can lose her patience, but it's not fair that I ask you all the time to be the big boy and I ask Mm. you all the time to do things. Because the truth of the matter is that you should be able to be silly and be a kid as long as it doesn't involve hurting someone. And even when mommy is telling you things or even if mommy sometimes yells, I promise that underneath it all, it's because I love you so much. Yeah, I said, and it's not – yelling shouldn't be – shouldn't happen and that's a mistake. I'm not saying – Anyone can yell and they still love you. Like, I don't want to put that kind of, of fucked up thing in his head. But I just said, I was like, look, I've made a mistake and I'm really sorry. And I'm going to try and be better and just be – and play play more mm. with you because you deserve that. You're five. Yes. Like, and you're – he is so mature. And, like, he's the type of guy who will be like, Bo, can you get me that? He'll be like, yeah, sure, mama. No problem. Like, you know right. how he talks like yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, he's like the man of the house. Yes. But that's not fair. And it's not right. And I just – It was my win fail because I think it was just like some self awareness that we we were able to kind of adjust together, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just you know it's all a learning experience. I just I just I I struggle with the both of them. I really because like I you know I was with Bo for four and a half years and I was the one that threw him every pitch and did all that stuff with him, and you add the baby in there and it's just it's it's a lot harder.
2: I totally know what you're saying. I think for me, I always forget that Milo is still three. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's almost four, but I sometimes forget that he's three. And I have, when you have a newborn or not a newborn, but a baby Yeah. and you know, Jack's still a baby, Daisy's a baby. You have a baby and then you have this kid, whether he's two, three, four, you forget that they're a little teeny kid. And yeah. I catch myself um, speaking in a way that's just not okay to Milo. Like, kind of like almost like shooing him off sometimes yeah. like when i can't take yes. when i'm when i'm anxious and and or just you know exhausted ex- when i'm exhausted and i'm like shit he is literally not even 4 years old yet he's a baby too yes. and i have two babies i don't have an adult kid and and a baby and i forget a lot yes. and i sometimes have to remind myself like a- after the fact s- sadly like when yeah. i've when i feel like shit when i've you know yelled at him or you know just kind of pushed him away um I've been like, oh my God, he's he's not even four yet. Yeah. And so I, I know it's hard.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, to be continued with that. But I feel like I'm I'm gonna try and make a conscious yeah. effort. It's and on that's me. All you can do. It's okay. Like, you know, it's not his fault. It's not. It's mine. And I'm gonna try and be better. Um, but okay, so with that, our topic today, uh, we're gonna be right back, but our topic today is all about the breast is best pressure yes. uh, that we can feel as brand new moms that just just kind of like I'm trying to find the word like just spreads out into so many terrible experiences and emotions that many can go through. We all have gone through and we have an incredible guest, um, the damsel in Dior herself, Miss J.C. Dupree. So we will be right back. Do you experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain or have trouble sleeping at least once a week? Well, you're not alone. Many, many, many of us do. I mean, personally, for me, I balance the stress of having two young children and having a career and also managing a chronic illness. And I've said it before and I'll say it again, but CBD helps me exponentially. So enter feels. What is feels, you ask? Feels is premium CBD that's delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, sleeplessness. I know for me, it immediately relaxes my body. It immediately calms my anxiety. And it's very easy to take. You place a few drops of feels under your tongue. And you feel the difference within minutes i'm talking when i'm up stressed going through my list in my head at night and can't fall asleep pop them under my tongue it immediately relaxes me plus if you're new to cbd they have real human support feels offers a free cbd hotline and text message support to help guide your personal experience this is an all-natural way to feel better there's no high there's no hangover or addiction. So you can join the feels community and have a membership and get feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash mama and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F E A L s.com slash mama to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with reshipping Fields.com slash mama
1: this is mama said with jamie and jenna
0: Okay, we are back. Our guest today is J.C. Dupree. In 2011, J.C. started Damsel and Dior as a creative outlet that started as a hobby and turned into a full-time job. Her website has been featured in Vanity Fair, Bazaar, Forbes, and the list goes on. She's appeared in ad campaigns for Barney's, Sachs, Gap, Nordstrom, and has a combined viewership exceeding nine million monthly in over 193 countries. She's the social media ambassador for Cotton Inc. and has her own clothing line she distributes in-house called By Damsel. She has a degree in journalism from DePaul University, and if that wasn't enough, she's a mama to a little girl named June.
3: Please the welcome JC.
0: Oh, thanks, Hi girl!
3: Wow, thank you for that intro. Oh well,
0: I mean, so nice. thank you for doing all
3: those amazing things.
0: All I <laughs> did was just talk
2: about you.
3: Thank you for having me.
2: Oh, thanks we're for so coming happy on. To have you? I feel like I kind of like stalked you to come on. I
3: love it. I know. Well, we, no, we were still common.
2: I know we, we do. It all started because we have the same. I was telling you this. We have the same exact house. Like, the blueprint?
0: Maybe I didn't tell you. The exact yeah. same layout.
2: The, house. Is Literally. that
0: why you were showing Jenna yes. Yes. Oh oh,
2: yes. Geeking out to house stuff. When she bought her house, she put it on social media, and a couple of my friends at the same time, like three or four, were like, oh, my God, go on this girl, JC Dupree's Instagram, and mm-hmm. it's your house, it's your house. So started stalking the house, started stalking her. I know her husband. I know her sister-in-law. Obviously.
0: Um, Do you know that Jenna knows everyone no. somehow? Uh,
3: did you? <laughs> yes, you grew, grew up in LA then? Yeah. Because all yes. the kids
2: that grew up here, I feel like they all know each yes, other. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so then I DM'd her, and then I was like, I like hi, that I want to be story. your friend. Come, come on our
0: show. I love that. All right. Well, so, I mean, I think the hardest part after giving birth is breastfeeding. I know for me that I felt you know, after you give birth, you feel so helpless. You're exhausted. You're tired. You're sweaty. You're in pain. You're bleeding, and, and then try and breastfeed with an aggressive lactation consultant that do- only seems to come at like three or four in the morning. <laughs> right, staring at it, it's, you. Yes, it's incredibly mm, difficult. Judging yes. judging you sometimes. <laughs> a bit,
3: sometimes incredibly
0: yeah. judging, and I think it's the most, at least for me, like the most unnatural natural thing. That there is, mm-hmm. and it can send some moms straight into depression and intense feelings of inadequacy, and when it's not working out. And I find I feel like th- more times than not, I hear from other moms that it w- was difficult rather than yeah. easy. So, if you don't mind, JC, we can start with you because I know that you've been vocal on yeah. it about it in your social media, which is so I'm so thankful for, and I know so many moms are thankful that you do that. But I would love for you to share. With
3: yeah. our listeners. I, um, I've i been vocal about it, but not entirely. I haven't told the whole story. So I'm happy Great. that you guys invited Please, me use on this. to talk about yeah. it and, and use this platform as a way to do so because so many people write and ask me, are you breastfeeding? Why aren't you breastfeeding? What mm-hmm. formula are you using? Everything. And, I, and I'm still, you know, I'm still coming to terms with it all. And every day, not every day, but a lot of times I'm still faced with that, you know, slap in the face that I'm not breastfeeding. So I'm still coming to terms with the emotions that come along with that. Um, June's now almost seven months old, so I feel like I've, I've kind of wrapped my head around all of this in terms of like the not breastfeeding thing. But for me, the pressure and the anxiety to breastfeed started before I even had June. I remember um, the months leading up to our delivery, I would stay up researching and researching and researching and reading all of these articles, wanting to know what all of my options were because I was not one of those moms that went in to it being like, I am going to be a breastfeeder. This right. is going to be my thing. I wanted to have a very open mind about it. And then something I've never told anyone, but I'm going to share here. It's a safe, yes, it is. I started having, and I, the only reason why I feel safe sharing it now, too, is because I've talked to my therapist about it multiple times, being like, am I a psychopath freak? I could tell you you're not. Yep. I don't even know the story. but This is like, it's really embarrassing, but it's I okay. would have nightmares about breastfeeding and I would be sexually turned on while I was breastfeeding <sighs> in my dreams. Interesting. And I would would wake up and I would just feel so disgusted with myself. I'm like, what human being, what mom is turned on by breastfeeding her baby? And so it freaked me out. It's this going to be how I feel about it. Like, what's going to happen? And so I was researching, and apparently it's common. It's (laughs) like a super common thing when women. Associate their breasts with being in a sexual order versus like, you know, providing for their baby. So And maybe Grant was just oh, baby. Baby in the middle of the night. You <laughs> yes, you're like, you're the me. reason for these trees. <laughs> like, hands off. Yes. Oh no, but so I had a lot of anxiety going in. Yeah. And but once I had June, um, obviously all of those things just, you know, took a huge back burner and I was like, listen, I'm just gonna give it a shot and see how it goes. And yeah. Um, immediately, like, day one, and I – because I had read everything. Yeah. You're a researcher. A, That's A, OCD, like, I went in, like – I watched videos on how to get her to latch. Like, I was really wow. into it. Yeah. I,
2: see, I was the opposite. <laughs> I was like, it works, it works. I don't even want to know. Same with, like, I didn't want to take, like, birth classes. Yeah. I was just like,
3: I don't – do I want to know? So yeah. I just – sometimes ignorance is bliss, and that, that like, works, mm-hmm. you know? Like, not, yeah. ignorant, not that you're ignorant, but you know what I mean? No, like, not knowing. No, of course. Knowing. Ignorance is bliss, yeah. Um, and – so I was trying to, you know, toe the line between the, like that and just being carefree, but also, well, if it works, I want to know how to make it work, you know, and better. Yes. Yeah. So right after she was born, we we gave it a shot and she, we did great. She latched on, she was breastfeeding, it was awesome. But she had tongue tie, mm-hmm. so it was like, ha, 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 ha.
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so did so did my son. So did yeah. I had to
3: we we yeah. Kept so both did we? Them, yeah. So did we? That was a hard decision Common, in the yeah. moment. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oh my god. Heartbreaking. Um. But the minute we did that, it was so much better. Mm-hmm. Um. So we started breastfeeding, and I had third degree tears after, and so uh. we were we were dealing with that and the recovery for that. So. A few days after we got home, I started to, as most women do, become very emotional, mm-hmm. um, very depressed, feeling an- anxious, and also extremely nauseous. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought it was because of the pain medication from my tears. Right. So I stopped taking the pain medication. <sighs> Oh I my just God. My st- stomach like yeah. I it just came out of my butt. Like I
0: know. that. That's like <laughs> that's oh. Oh. That's I, yeah. I can
3: just know that pain. Oh, oh. It, was it was just so deep. Oh you my poor God. thing. But then every time I noticed every time I would breastfeed, I would have these emotions and right as my milk was letting down. So yeah. which is a very intense oh, feeling,
0: right? That letdown. Actually, it's no. like it is no, a little sexual. Yeah. The letdown.
3: I, I get it. But also this I get
0: that.
2: There is didn't you tell me this or someone else that there's um uh something a medical term for when you have demer. a yeah when you have a letdown that's you become depressed had. every single time that's
3: what i had Whoa. did you was that not that you? wasn't me i didn't Who know that was that, that, told that was probably me i was talking about on my social media probably maybe you. i don't know but i I talked about that oh because my God. that's apparently what i had yeah which d is called demer d-m-e-r dysphoric yes. milk ejection yes reflux syndrome or something like that wow. it basically when your milk lets down it triggers these emotion negative emotions in your body and or a physical reaction to breastfeeding and that's what i had and it was physically made me sick like sick sick wow. sick like couldn't get out of bed for a good like half hour i have a chill and i, I mean. couldn't even get through it and i would just cry mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. sob i remember one day my parents were downstairs helping and Grant came upstairs, and I, I texted him, like, please come to the room, because I was like, yeah. you have to take her. I can't, like, yeah. I couldn't, I just, I just couldn't do it. And that moment, I was just like, oh, like. Was that your breaking Ugh. point? Was that your moment? That was my my breaking One of, day. And yeah. then that night, we sat at the kitchen table and and had a heart-to-heart conversation about it. And that was my moment where I was like, I can't do this. and we made the decision and the choice. And in that moment, I immediately felt a weight lifted off my shoulders. Good for you Good.
0: because that's, no. it's a very hard place to get to. I didn't mean to cut you
2: off. No, up, it's okay. I was going to say um, two questions. Did Grant have a say in, in the beginning? Was he like, I would love for you to try to breastfeed? And also when you made that decision – did you have his full support or was there a kind of like a pushback? That's a, push a good back? question because I feel from, like men are very yeah. vocal about and, it. And, and, like, uh, and really? from his parents or your parents, did you have any um, family members or
3: friends telling you, like, oh, just keep going, just keep yeah. going? Well, definitely everyone at the hospital was like, yes. so pushy about breastfeeding. Yeah. I, I kind of want to go back and just be like, listen, yeah, <laughs> you know? like you can't do that. Because when June got her tongue. Clipped or whatever yeah. for tongue-tie. I had brought formula because I read to bring some just in case. Mm, smart. And they didn't smart want me girl. to give it to her. And I was like, no, it is my right as her mother to give her this formula. And she's like, well, we're going to have to go get a prescription, the nurse said. What? And she was like, I'm gonna, we'll see. Let me have the box. She was very against it. And I was like... We're giving her this formula I've, because I can't breastfeed her right now. I've and she never needs to heard eat. of
2: that. Yeah, me neither. Was it this at, like, a choice. doctor's office? No, was that sinai Hospital? Oh, so you clipped her when she was just born? Yeah, yeah the, that's the next day. I,
0: that's what I did with Jack oh, and Oh, I right went, away. like,
2: a couple weeks after to, like, oh. a specialist – Oh. oh yeah,
3: no, we did it. Okay. We did it right away because the doctor came in and they were like, "Yeah, it's pretty bad." Oh. And then they Isn't said
0: it, it awful that right when they're born, no. they're like, "You're like, wrong. welcome to the world. <laughs> yeah. Let's prick your heel, snip your, snip, your snip, tongue, snip, snip. snip, snip your, your penis." penis. <laughs> I said that to Cutter. After. I was like, oh. "We." have Tortured our children their first two days I on hate earth. It. What do you
2: mean? It's what about first eight days? Judaism. I had to wait eight days oh, to like snip worse.
0: Milo's little
2: wiener.
3: Poor guy. At least they build up like a little toughness to the I world. No, I know. Poor he June. didn't even care. Like I was like, oh yeah, my God. it's always harder on the mom. Mm. Oh, and that cleaning taking care of
2: that little penis after. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine that. Um, You you (laughs) might. Poor poor
0: Will. We're talking about ripped nipples and clipping our producer (laughs) Third-degree
2: tears and little wiener clips.
0: Uh, Well, I mean, I I must applaud you, though, first and foremost, because like Jenna, I was not a researcher either, and the fact that you did your due diligence to kind of Mm -hmm. like prepare yourself and bring that... Uh, bring the formula and everything. Because I remember my mother-in-law didn't breastfeed any of her kids. And she told me that when she was giving birth, it was like the thing to give formula. Yes, my mom yeah. too. And that mm-hmm. to breastfeed, you're like, why would you do that? We have this yeah. stuff. And she said that immediately they were like, where's your formula? And she was like, oh, Okay. Like, yeah. she was just, t- my my mom was the opposite. My mom, like, studied at La Leche League, like, mm-hmm. before her first. She breastfed all of us for two years. Whoa, really? Yeah. She, she, her and my sister-in-law are the only two women I know that are literally, like, mother nature, like it's the easiest, no
3: problem thing. I envy those women. I really do.
0: I mean, unless they're not talking about it. But I am grateful because um, my mom didn't pressure me about it. But let's take a really fast break, and then we're going to share Jenna and I's um, individual stories about it.
2: Okay. Okay, I'm sorry I'm out of breath. I just finished doing dance cardio on my new favorite app called Obey Fitness. So let me tell you something about my – Workout history. basically, I hate working out. I've always hated working out um, and I have two babies and mama needs to work out. I need to get my body back in shape. Um, I don't feel good physically mentally. so I, I like two weeks ago I had just an epiphany that this was the time I need to get back in shape for myself, my husband, my children. Um, so, Enter Obey Fitness. So let me tell you about this beyond perfect app that I have found. For just $27 a month, yeah, that's three coffees, you get unlimited access to the best instructors New York City has to offer. So it's a streaming fitness service, and it offers 14 live classes a day and over 2,500 on-demand boutique fitness classes. Obey's workouts are just 28 minutes, which is really all I can handle. And you could take classes like um, Pilates sculpt, resistant band, dance cardio, yoga, power, legs, butt. I mean, you name it, they have it. Plus, if you're super busy, which we all are, they have these amazing, brilliant 10 minute express classes. So you guys, we have zero excuses. Um, you can log in from your phone or laptop or from anywhere and the instructors get to know you and the community will keep you motivated. And what I do is I put it on my phone and then I cast it to my TV. So it's perfect. So you guys, please do me a favor. If you don't know what to do about working out, if you don't love working out like me, or if you do love working out, um, Sign up for your free trial at obeyfitness.com. That's o b e fitness.com and use our code mama said for your first free month. Once you join the obey family, I promise you will never leave. That's obefitness.com, and use code mama said. Again, obeyfitness.com, use mama said. Let me know how you guys like it.
1: And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna.
0: Okay, we're back. Before Jenna and I start, was there anything yeah, else you wanted to share? I just share? Didn't answer
3: your question. I feel bad. I want to hear. To I answer hear. your question, Grant, my husband, was so supportive. I mean, he always is with anything and everything I want to do. He's just like, whatever you want to do. My mom, I was I didn't even know I wasn't breastfed until I had this conversation. I was crying to my mom like, am I a bad mother? I don't know what to do. And she was like, Jaycee, I think I breastfed you for like six days. Yeah. And to mirror what you were saying earlier, um, it was at, like, I think that, Breastfeeding kind of the rates declined in like the 20th century. I think it was. I wrote it down. Yeah, breastfeeding declined in the 20th century because formula feeding became this like popular mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and it was a symbol that you had money oh, and that you're wealthy. Exactly. So breastfeeding exactly. was not. Classy. It was for people yeah, that couldn't it, afford it, the formula. It yeah.
2: ebbs and flows. Maybe in 20 years, like formula, yeah. will be all formula again. Yeah, but what did what did you guys do? Um, do you want me to share? Sure, you go ahead first. Um, so I breastfed. Um, and I and I was that type of person that was like, I can't wait to breastfeed. Um, I felt like my whole life I was like made for breastfeeding and I just like and – and I felt like it was going to be easy. And I think like – and there's not many things in life that I think about things beforehand and it actually like comes – you know, like this was just easy. Like my kids latched. Breastfeeding was good. I had a lot of milk, a lot of milk. Everything was fine, but I had this like fear – And um, anxiety that I um, was holding my baby. I know this sounds really weird. I can't explain it. I'm sure there's a lot of people that have So I have like a really bad neck and back. And I'm always in pain with my neck and back um, to some degree. When I'm breastfeeding, it takes the biggest toll on me. I mean, I pull out my neck and back all the time. So every time I would breastfeed, I'd be like, am I holding my baby right? Like, wait, am I hurting her neck? Am I hurting his neck? Like all of my neck problems were like I was – giving to my, I thought I was giving to my babies. And I ended up breastfeeding for a year for each of them. But I gotta be honest, like every single session, and it Aww. was a lot, I would You would have... text
0: me and be like, I'm done tomorrow, I'm yeah. done tomorrow. Oh, I kind of tortured
2: myself and mm-hmm. I hate to say, I, I loved it. This is the perfect example of a love-hate relationship. I loved what I was giving to them, but I hated doing it. There was very few times where I sat there, maybe when my babies were really little and they could just like plop on the pillow very perfectly because I wasn't a natural at holding. Like I was never, I looked at those people in a restaurant that could just hold their baby and like plop. And I was like, how come I can't do that? I'm, I'm always, and I couldn't, I couldn't put the blanket on me. Like I was uncomfortable. And I just always felt so guilty for my children that they were always moving. Nothing was like chill. And I, I kind of pushed my way through, and I'm really happy I did. I don't regret it. I don't regret it. Of course I, not. I could have I, – I also tried formula with both of my kids. They, they didn't like it. I probably didn't push it enough on them, but I wasn't, you know, against mm-hmm. formula. I just – I was kind of all over the place. My mom – I was formula fed, and my older sister was too, but my mom – um, I love you if you're listening but she gave me a lot of pressure about continuing like I would I would kind of like cry to her and and look to her for mm-hmm. her you know how mm-hmm. you like you you go to you this person and say don't and worry, say, don't don't okay. worry. Yeah. and she said she said well you're Aww. almost in nine months just go to nine months and then when you're almost at a year that's when you could stop does and she I, regret it is that why um she breastfed the other two you know she probably does regret it that's a good call and it's probably you know she's acting. She's very young. exactly and mm. and she also has PTSD. I think from mm. when she had my sister and I, there was our pediatrician would say, um, don't don't feed if the baby's crying. You have to wait every four hours. And my mom mm. was like absolutely traumatized. My grandfather, who's a doctor, would be like feed them. They're three days old, Sherry, feed them. My mom would be like, but Dr. Rubin said I can only do it every four hours. So my mom is like, you know, traumatized from that. She would always bring that up. But it was hard. A lot of my friends formula fed. It's everyone, you know, I I just, my mom put pressure on me that breast was best. And I can't even explain to you. Yeah, me too um and she actually never said that but she and and i do i i I loved what i gave to my babies and i'm really happy in hindsight i would not regret anything i'm glad i pushed through but i gotta say like i was not a happy camper does that make sense like how does that even like i was like miserable but i really liked it and um and yeah yeah it was hard and my back and neck are so up because of Mm -hmm. breastfeeding
3: so you're just up. so like, yeah. Over. I, Even not, breast- you're always slouching Yes, and, and always picking up, up yeah. things. And now I had two
0: very different experiences with my kids. So when Bo was born, so during pregnancy, my boobs that are normally like a very small C were a G. Nice. When I gave birth,
1: and, porn star, porn um, star
0: Jamie. Like no, more like uh, like Amazon. Like National Geographic I remember, shit, like, the veins. Oh, Ugh. yeah. Ooh. Oh. And uh, <laughs> I'll pull a picture up for you later. It's, oh, yeah. It's I want to see. It's bizarro that. <laughs> how large I, they were. Uh, and Bo would not latch. To make a long story short, it took him two and a half weeks to latch. And I'm telling you, I. It's good for you for I with would it. St- have formula with a straw, with a tape. To my nipple to show him that's where the food came from. I was sweating it off. I had Linda lactation. Thank God she did. Okay, Linda Hanna, who's a lactation specialist in Los Angeles, saved my life both times. Um, But she's who event. And I wouldn't give up because I was so stubborn, and I I was so upset because I really just wanted to do it. And um, so after the two and a half weeks, he latched, and we figured it out. We got in a bit of a groove, but he was eating every hour. Like, he just, he was on my boob all the time. And what no one tells you is, I remember someone saying, like, if it hurts, you're not doing it right. And I'd be like, fuck you. It hurts all mm-hmm. the time. Like, yeah, and the... he's eating, like, what? Am I, like, when I would get in the shower after those first week or two, and like, mm. that's like, the pain you Even would feel when the water, water would ugh. hit your
2: chest. Would your, did your nipples bleed My or nipples hurt?
0: bled, you guys, everything. My
2: nipples never hurt. I was like, I must have, like, really strong nipples. No, you're
0: just <laughs> <And> a, like <laughs> fucking
2: G. They've been beat up.
0: <laughs> Wait, so in about three months in with Bo, I took one day to go do something, and I was pumping, but not as often as he was feeding. mm and when I came back, we had put him down and we went to a party that night and uh, my breast felt exceptionally hard. Mm-hmm. And I went to the bathroom to kind of go express them into like the mm-hmm. sink and nothing would come out, but they were hard as rocks. <gasps> and now all I'm of a sudden flashbacks. I started getting a temperature oh, and no. the chills and I walked out and Cutter was like, are you okay? I was like, no, you got to take me home. I My hands were tremoring. <sighs> And I I remember I just went in my bed under the covers, just shaking, like just thinking, oh my God, I have the flu. I have the flu. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong. The baby was in a little bassinet next to my bed at that time. So he cried in the middle of the night for his feed. I woke up and I hit the ground. I had no strength. Oh my mm-hmm. God. I'm you guys, I peed myself. Ugh. I couldn't lift my baby. And I literally said to Cutter, call 911. Something yeah. is happening to me. We had to call 911. They had to carry me out. <gasps> Cutter had to call my best friend in the middle of the night because I couldn't bring the baby was too young right. to bring into a hospital with us. Oh my so he's God. waiting outside in the cold of the ER. Long story short, I had mastitis mm-hmm. and I went on for so long because my nipples were bleeding for a week before and I was just pumping and feeding oh God, through Jerry. it mm. that I went septic. I was in the hospital for five and a half days oh, with, Jesus. with my. IV antibiotics, God. getting MRIs of my <gasps> boobs with my veins were stinging oh. because the antibiotic that they give you is so terrible. So I had to stop nursing. Oh. And on top of like all of that happening to me, I'm away Jace from my like, brand new you baby. You win. You win. No, but oh just. My God. And I remember Cutter saying to me, what the fuck? Why are you doing this to yourself? Yeah. I told you to stop so many times. Oh. Like, please, Jamie. You are literally just fell apart. Like, is like, this like enough? Yeah. And I remember saying, can you bring me a pump? I don't want to lose oh my, my supply. God. Like, I was bananas. Yes, I go. And so we started on formula. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh. I just started to feel like I was getting my life back. And not to say that, like, you have to go yeah. on formula to, like, have a life. But I just – it was what was needed for me. Well, you me hit in rock bottom. Situation. I did. Mean, yeah.
2: mean, I've had mastitis four times. Oh. Two with Milo. Two with Daisy. It was. It, it was. It never got no, to the that, point that's an with exceptional, Jamie. Like, thing, but. Even a little mastitis is bad. I can't even imagine. It was scary. I I can't even imagine you waiting. I can't. Your poor body because.
0: I had to be carried out like by a big firefighter.
2: Mastitis feels like someone injected you with the flu. And you get it. And you get you're fine one second. And then all of a sudden you have the flu like the worst flu you've ever had. It was one
0: minute to the next. So with Jack, um, he latched better. But then the supply you wasn't good. I still tried again. I still tried oh, again. Wow. It was four and a half years later. So. Because oh. that's the whole thing about
2: parent, parano- like, yeah. being a mom. Yeah. You forget. Yeah. and You do it all he over again. He kind of latched. But I remember when <laughs> I took him out. home yeah.
0: from the hospital the first day, like he was having problems. And I started to bring out the shields. And I'm like, oh, Cutter was like, no, Jamie. No, <laughs> yeah. Jamie. No, no, no. And I was like, just give me. Let me try. No. Bring let out the me the try." shields. So I called Linda. She came <laughs> the next day. She got him on. And it started to feel okay. But then <clears throat> she brought the little scale. And he was wasn't gaining weight, like to the point where like weigh him, feed him, put him back on the scale. She's like, "Mm, there's only an ounce there. And I'm like, oh, God. So then I was taking the pills, eating Uh. the cookies, drinking the teas and getting rashes and not knowing for is it fenugreek or the fennel, like which one is giving me this rash. And Cutter was so mad at me. And I was like, nope, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I was pump. I would feed him in the middle of the night. Then go. I remember so many nights just sitting at three a.m. in my kitchen by myself with it, or or texting me uh, (laughs) deep sound texting Jenna, (laughs) and um, we got in a groove, and he went. I remember month four, he went from eight pounds to twelve pounds. Wow, like he gained four pounds in a month. So I was I was so proud of myself at that point Mm -hmm. because. I live in a body that doesn't do what I want it to do a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And finally, something was working. And then I had to go back on my MS medication and I had to stop breastfeeding. And I was devastated because mm-hmm. I was like, I got the hang of it this time mm-hmm. and we're doing it. You did the work. I did. I worked so hard. Oh. And I shared for the very first time a very vulnerable post about it mm-hmm. on Instagram. And it was, like, the most likes and most comments I had ever gotten. And that truly was, like, kind of the catalyst where I was, like, about this podcast a little bit. Like, wow. Like, I have moms that follow me that want to have this conversation with me. Yeah. And all they want is honesty and truth from other moms. And while the choice to stop was difficult, what was more difficult was the hormonal and emotional detachment that that I then had to go through after it. because. Jack ended up – I bottle fed him from the beginning with my breast milk so he would be okay with a bottle, which I'm very grateful that I did. But, you know, I think the guilt that moms feel that they didn't make it to those advised six months, Uh I remember, kept ringing in my head. And then on top of, like – which I had with the first and I know you had, like women can feel trapped Mm -hmm. when they're breastfeeding. For sure. And then the mental health – and deterioration from being stubborn, like I was, or the stress, or the shame and the guilt when it's not working out, can ruin your experience with motherhood in that first year. Yeah.
3: You know, I read this. I read it. Tar- I feel like
2: you're sitting here being like, "Damn, I did the right thing."
3: No, <laughs> I no. I just knew going in. I. But th- you're so smart. I struggle really badly with ADD. I was diagnosed at a really young age, and so I like to hyperfocus on things. Oh. And I did not want to hyperfocus on that and that and it, it tear me apart and i also struggle with ptsd and depression mm-hmm. so going into this i had already had my therapist appointment set up after God, i gave birth years. to june
2: cuz i have to but this is so smart it's, if and if anyone's listening i mean yeah. you know you don't have to, you know, some people want to try things, but you you also don't have to to be the hero. You no, can I couldn't. you can sit there and say, "I have X, y, z reasons why I shouldn't do this," and that is okay. Yeah. I don't need to like prove to anyone that I tried. yeah, you know, you can you can stop if you you know, yeah. you don't even have to start. Yeah, I have a question for you. um because you have so many opinions, I'm sure. Of people who follow you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming most of them are positive because if you're following someone, in, in, you know, yeah, you hopefully, them. even if you have a different view on things, hopefully mm-hmm. they're supportive of whatever you choose. But when you posted that one post about, and you, maybe you can remind us of what you said in that mm-hmm. post because that's when I was like, oh, she's coming on the podcast and we're talking <laughs> about that. Mm. Um, but I want you to tell us what you said in that post and also did you get any Negative feedback or comments mm-hmm. that just made you think like mm-hmm. made you feel bad or made you just what did it make you feel?
3: Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, when I had June, a lot of people were asking me if I was breastfeeding, and I kept getting it left and right, left and right, left and right. Not, hey, how's June doing? How are you adjusting to motherhood? But huh. are you breastfeeding? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just had had enough at that point. And so, yeah. I, I'm the type of person that likes to address any and all comments straight on head on if somebody has something bad to say i'm going to talk to them about it Mm -hmm. and understand where they're coming from instead of just being instead of blocking them or just ignoring them i need to get to the bottom of like why they feel that way um about something that i'm putting out into the universe because everything i put out i want it to be positive and happy and inspiring and even my sad stories i want people to be able to take something from them um and so i just addressed it straight on and i told people why i chose to not breastfeed and it for me it was um again like a mental health thing and a mental health choice for me um and I basically was just like just called people out on it I'm like you can say whatever the you know you want but this is our choice and it doesn't make me any less of a mom for doing this and um June's definitely not as attached to me as she would be if I were breastfeeding her I'm totally joking (laughs) she's just as (laughs) attached to me um and it wasn't an easy choice but like you know, this is my choice, not yours. So you can go choose to do whatever the so hell you want So you did get those kid. comments of people being like, a couple, "Just keep going." Yeah, definitely had some people yeah. like be like, "It's gonna get better." Meet with yeah. a lactation person, and I'm like, "Stop telling me what to do. Yeah. I'm psycho. Like I have researched every single thing I can do. This is my choice. Yeah, I'm, it's it's been done. Like it's, you're like, and I'm done. also
2: not posting this for your opinion. I'm posting this because I'm telling you this is what right. I did. This is my. This is yeah. what I'm doing. I'm yeah. not asking you. This isn't a
3: poll. Yeah, Um right. So, but yeah, it's. Other than that, I haven't really gotten a ton. Um, I'm not going to lie and say that it's fun to watch every other blogger under the sun be posting pictures of themselves breastfeeding yeah. right. um, and having it be, like, in my face every day, which is a whole nother conversation about, you know, people posting um, about them breastfeeding left well, and right nowadays. Which well,
0: is... I just posted something. I did this interview where I, I was saying, like, all of you – we all love to see beautiful pictures of motherhood Yeah, because it is beautiful, But I really feel like, and you do this, and I'm bravo to you, and thank you for doing this, because we look to these, you guys, Mm -hmm. for inspiration, but if you're choosing to share your journeys of motherhood, and you're not transparent about, and honest about all of it, you are going to make other moms feel inadequate, and less than, and like failures, Mm -hmm. and you already deal with that every day, every day, so like, it, you are doing a disservice to your community mm-hmm. by not – if you're going to choose to share it, you have to share it. Yeah, I feel yeah. like you have a,
2: a responsibility as an influencer
3: yes. uh, yeah. exactly. to,
2: to share the the, the shitty moments too. I
3: agree. And my favorite moms to follow that are bloggers as well are the ones that are like, I'm so proud I've made it this far. For I'm like, you should be proud. Breastfeeding yes. is so hard. And they show themselves with a ponytail and no makeup and their boobs out. Like, that's cool the thing that mm. crawls under my skin is when you see the mom and she's in this beautiful dress with her makeup on and the baby's on her boob. You're like, you're not actually like that every time you breastfeed. Yeah. Like, and I on. feel
0: And I feel like that's well, okay. I was like, a sweaty, yeah. like, sometimes it would be shooting a fountain out for the letdown and I'd be like, catch it. Like, I literally got milk all over my friend's living room. Like, it's just right, so easy. I just, no. like, I just
2: found this. Oh, this shit. I'll
0: fuck my neck. Look, Will. <laughs> mom, I am.
2: But <laughs> that, was, that was nothing. That was nothing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that was Daisy. My... Yeah,
0: my booze with Milo
2: were even crazier.
0: I want to take a quick break, and then when we come back, let's continue. And then I want to read um, two different types of essays that I found online that I think will, one, make people feel heard, and then two, I think will really help mamas out there. So we'll be right back.
2: I know you guys have heard me talk about my sinus infection situation. I've talked about it on a couple podcast episodes and I've never had a sinus infection in my entire life. And all of a sudden I get these two horrendous ones in the last six months. So anyway, I've been doing things to, you know, prevent them. And when I feel them coming on, I I know exactly what to use. Um, I've been doing my research. So what I have found is that mucus clear is amazing. Mucus clear is a natural medicine. Yes, natural. That relieves congestion and helps clear excessive mucus and phlegm in the throat and lungs. So when I feel a cold or, you know, what I think is a sinus infection coming on, I will use this. It is very fast-acting and effective. They also offer Mucus Clear Junior and Mucus Clear Junior nighttime for your little ones. Native Remedies is a cruelty-free brand with zero animal testing, and all their products are free of added fillers such as gluten, artificial color, flavors, and preservatives. I do not like taking medicine, so this is really a lifesaver. Visit native remedies.com and use promo code Mama said for 15% off and free shipping on your order. That's nativeremedies.com, promo code Mama said. And you guys can hear my kids in the background.
1: All right, goodbye. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna.
0: So <laughs> we're back. <laughs> uh, we were just sharing pictures of large breasts with milk in them. Can't wait to see you guys. Okay. But I found this this quote of someone in an interview, and I think that it really like kind of encompasses what we were talking about, what so many of us feel. She said, "I was tired, sore, and the baby was cranky and constantly wanting to feed." It surprised me that despite my vocal frustration and obvious difficulty with breastfeeding, the nursing staff and lactation consultants were adamant that I continue to breastfeed exclusively. She continues to say that I became scared and not being able to trust myself. I had my inability to easily nurse and soothe my baby without intense discomfort led to feelings of failure. I mean that's it. That's mm-hmm. it's how, yeah. what we all go through. And by the way, even if you've been breastfeeding for a couple of months, you can have a week like that yeah. or a, or a day mm-hmm. like that where you're just like, "Oh no, did I mess it up? Something's going wrong." And it's it's a real and, and like we said the hormones are such a part of it too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that if you don't if you don't talk about it, if you don't have the proper support around it, I, I mean I had a friend that that was Went back to work after three months and has a very high level executive job and was pumping and doing it. And she made it to nine months, but it was because of the pressure of her husband. Mm, that's oh, so interesting. Is she, oh. does she regret? I mean, is she like, that was a bummer? She, the second time around, she was like, nope. Yeah, f- that.
2: nope. Um, I was going to say, speaking of um, support, when you're, I think something very important when you're shopping around for a pediatrician. Ask about um, mm-hmm. breast versus bottle. Mm-hmm. If they yeah. for even if you don't know what you're going to do yet, yeah. if they're kind of like mm, we're we're breastfeeding all the way, and you for some reason have to do. Um, formula after you think you're going right. to be good with breastfeeding Even
3: substituting, th- yeah. and
2: substituting. Yeah. Make sure your, your pediatrician is on board because mm-hmm. there is nothing worse than feeling shamed from a pediatrician. And yeah. that happens a lot. And
3: you don't know how you're going to feel once you're breastfeeding. Like I had no idea I was going to feel that. I thought, okay, it's going to be hard. I might do it. I might not. My nipples are going to bleed. I had no idea that I was going to feel that wave yes. of depression and sadness and sickness. Yes. I just, how was I, how would I know that? No until one I actually do it. Yeah. No so one you that. No one about that. You might have every intention to breastfeed 100% and you just yeah. don't. You could get sick and in the hospital. You like just you
2: don't know what your hormones and your your genetic ma- like, yeah. you just don't know what's going to happen. It's, It's, you know, you find out right when that milk comes in, you either are depressed, you're either happy, you either can breastfeed, you might have no milk. Mm -hmm. You know, you might be that mom that's wanted to breastfeed her whole life and,
3: and there's no milk coming out. Yeah. And how hard, how hard is that? That's what's so frustrating about the, that slogan, (laughs) because it's, it's unrealistic. It's an unrealistic, unrealistic expectation that is set for moms that is sometimes unattainable. Some, Yeah. Yeah, very many times
0: unattainable.
2: Yeah, I mean, and, and even if it's not unattainable, I think that if if you can't pressure. do it, if you don't want to do it, your baby will be good. Yeah. Your baby will yeah. be
0: fed. Well, let me let me read you this quote. So this okay. teacher, who is also a mom, put um, this on Facebook, and I'm particularly want to send this out to mamas that are going through it, or expecting, or any moms that are still harboring any guilt that you didn't breastfeed, okay? Listen to these words. She said, When I look at my little friends, I don't see their milestones. I see who they are. She continued to say, I couldn't tell who crawled first, who walked before one, or who spoke in sentences at 15 months, who potty trained early, and who was breastfed or formula fed. The only thing I can tell is which families value kindness and manners in their home, and I can tell – It makes me want to cry. I can tell which child feels loved and secure. I just I just wish that all, all moms can be reminded of mm-hmm. this constantly because I mean beyond the breastfeeding then it's the milestones and the comparison which is natural it's inevitable but it also it's just all these other things that are layered on top of that first year that are just unnecessary mm-hmm. I always think when it comes to... like I I would always love to go the holistic route first with things. I would always love to go the natural route. But sometimes we have to appreciate the modern world that we're in and we can supplement our babies Mm -hmm. with things that have been formulated Mm -hmm. well for them. Look, the only formula that Jack would take was one that had corn syrup in it. And was Mm -hmm. it hard for me? Yes, but I tried that expensive one from Germany. I tried (laughs) it. And he was he was had constipation like no one's business yeah. and i was like you know what i can't have my kid in pain yeah i need to do what's right for him and that's the moral of the story right but it's not actually i take that back you need to do what's right for you mm-hmm. because there are many resources to give what's right for your baby and what's good can be good for your baby but without taking care of right. yourself
3: mm-hmm.
0: it can be a whole lot worse yeah yeah. So with that, I hope we make you feel a little better, and we're going to be right back with Shitty Mommy. I feel like we always go into Shitty Mommy at a place where it's like, really dark. We yeah. really either like, oh, you're all great, and now let's talk about being shitty. Yeah, yeah I know. The highs <laughs> and lows. Exactly. So we'll be right back. So I just got back from a little family vacation with my parents and my kids, and You know when you get so many photos and it's so hard to send them all in an iCloud or whoever, whatever service you have? Well, enter Family Album. I was able to upload everything into my Family Album app, and there it was for everyone to share. So you ask, what is Family Album? It is a family-focused photo-sharing app that offers unlimited storage for photos and videos and will even tell you your child's age in each memory if you input their birthday. So just like my family's trip, Family Album does the work for you. It organizes all those special memories with your loved ones into photo and video collages that you can save, share, and celebrate. It's even perfect for the whole family to use, even grandparents that aren't so good with technology. They can upload their own and leave comments so you can let Family Album build the memories without even thinking about it. It's perfect for aunts, uncles, grandparents, and family friends to contribute so everyone gets to relive the memories. It's like having your own little social media network, specifically for you and your family. How perfect. Plus, they create one-second highlight video collages every three months, so there's always new videos to watch and look back and remember. And Family Album is completely free to use with unlimited photo and video storage, and it's ad-free. So what are you waiting for? Start making memories now. Download the free Family Album app for iPhone or Android today or check them out online at www.family-album.com.
1: This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna.
3: You know about sharing a shitty mommy's. Yeah, okay. I'm just like I'm and only it, six months in. I'm still perfect. I'm just kidding. You,
2: <laughs> and it's oh, a good. By point. the way, if no. there's anything else that you want to say, because I know you were like I've wanted to talk yes, about this a lot. I'm like, so sorry. If, like, I if there's do. anything else that you want to like share, please do because you can. I and, mean, not yes. really.
3: For me, it's like coming into motherhood is like it's been so eye-opening for to see the amount of pressure from other moms. Like, women are so mm-hmm. hard on one another. Yes. Yeah. And I knew that before becoming a mom, but now I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, yes. what is going on? It's like that's a, a whole other conversation. Thing that women have, and all I'm doing right now is trying to prepare myself to not model that same behavior in front of June because I feel like our children, yeah. we're models for them for their you're behavior. You
0: are a wonderful oh example, oh. and there's a reason why
3: you have a little girl because oh. you're going be, oh, to you're going to raise a really
0: strong, awesome. It's so
3: sweet of you to say it. Well, mean I mean it. I
0: hope so. I'm working at it. But. So moving on to Shitty Mommy.
3: <laughs> Shitty Mommy.
0: I'm going to read a quick one from a listener. And then I'm going to – you're a new mommy. So I don't want to make you pull too hard for something. Oh, but. my gosh. Okay. So Jacqueline just said <laughs> – I'm a teacher, and we had a 1.30 p.m. dismissal today for Easter break. I kept my kids at the sitter till regular time so I could stroll around Hobby Lobby, kid-free. Shitty mommy. Oops.
3: Oh, no. That's okay. By the way, I feel count. like more
0: times than not, whenever someone's like, shitty mommy, I'm always like, "That's not smart shitty. mommy. Yeah. What do you mean? That doesn't count. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> that's
3: great. Yeah. yeah. So do you have a shitty mommy story? Oh, me? Yeah. Um, I mean... Mine's. I guess mine will be similar because again, I'm only seven months in, and I'm sure I have plenty of shitty mommy moments. You in probably the have
2: no memory of that because you're so sleepy. But <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. I'm like, wait, what? What day is it? Yeah. Um. There's there's a lot of little moments, but I guess my, I think my first one ever, like in the role of motherhood, was picking up two months after june was born and mm. going to cabo <laughs> oh <laughs> it was pretty shitty yeah. like for my birthday it was something we planned before we had june yes. for two nights and we were like it's our first time. we have to just rip the band-aid off we just had her and like we're not going to be those parents that just never leave our kid right. ever yeah right. but i'm like she's two months old like come on jc like looking back in hindsight like they say that's uh, when to uh, go though because they uh, have no yeah. they don't know she had no idea was oh. you, how was your vacation it was, it was actually really nice, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh but I, I thought I would feel worse about it and I didn't, which made me feel yeah, like a very you, shitty mommy. But then you came, back. <laughs> no.
2: but then you came back from the vacation. You were a better mom. I was so well like everyone, Again, yeah. I feel like
0: out of the gate you're doing yeah. stuff oh right. God. So proud. Yeah, I'm mean, we, we're just all going to be following you. Oh, totally. everyone. Oh so man, please thanks. tell everyone how they can find you. Oh my gosh. You can
3: find me on Instagram at JC Dupree. Awesome. Yay. Yeah. Thank okay. You.
0: Thanks, and mom. we'll leave you with a mama said it's short and simple. Ain't no hood like motherhood. So let's be easy on ourselves. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Thank you, JC.
1: Thanks for listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. New episodes are available weekly at podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review.
2: We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They
0: are Feels. Get 50% off your first order plus free shipping by going to feels.com slash mama. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash mama. Family album. Start making memories now. Download the free family album app in the app store today.
2: Luck Bel Air. Get 30% off your first order by going to luckbelair.com slash mama. That's L-U-C-B-E-L-A-I-R-E dot com slash mama. Obey. Get your first month free by signing up at obeyfitness.com and use promo code Said. Native. Visit nativeremedies.com and use promo code Said for 15% off and free shipping on your order.
0: And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode.